Welcome into King's Outsiders. This uh, episode will be focused more on the NBA in general because there hasn't really been any news for the Kings. Uh, it's been a while. The only real news that we've heard is that Rex Kalimian is going to be leaving the Sacramento Kings and going to Detroit Pistons because he prefers that opportunity more than the Kings opportunity, I guess. <clears throat> what do you think about that move? Irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Man, doesn't seem like it matters. Only coaching change that I see making a difference, bro, is Axe and Luke. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. They already said they're going to keep him. Yeah, Rex was supposed to be a really uh, strong minded coach for defense, but obviously. Uh, didn't show this year in the team. They were historically bad this year, so it's not really like a big loss or bad move for the Kings. It's just like some some news for the Kings. Now yeah. they just gotta go and find somebody to replace that guy. Um, maybe somebody younger. Well, first off, the Kings need to get better. Uh, defensive personnel on the team before they could get a a good defensive uh, coordinator. Because if not, then no matter who they hire, really, it's not going to make that big of a difference. Yeah, the whole system is trash, not geared towards defense. And then, yeah, most of the players are definitely not defensive-minded players. Yes, that's really the only Kings news. Uh NBA news was last time we talked to you guys, I believe was the uh, right after the playing games, playing tournament. <clears throat> All downhill from there. Yeah, first round of the playoffs, we had um, Lakers losing to the Phoenix Suns. The little, the little man. I don't even know what to call him. It's like the little brother. The sons are like the little brother that finally won in, in one-on-one or some shit. And they thought they were so cool. Looked like they wanted to do some hot laps and pop some bottles or something. Yeah, but <clears throat> they, um, they've been playing pretty good, though. Again, some credit. They have been playing good, yeah, definitely. The coaching's been pretty outstanding, too. Yeah, um, in that series, AD got hurt. Um, so did Chris Paul. Chris Paul was dealing with a shoulder injury throughout the whole series. Well, I think it was after like third game, second or third game of the series. He was dealing with a shoulder injury. He can't really shoot. But he was still out there uh, leading the team. And then Book were just going off. Lakers didn't have an answer for him. And AD was out there um, for the first couple of games, but once AD got hurt with the groin injury, that was pretty much the series. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? Something I noticed, actually, in the just in general lately, I've been noticing it way more, I feel like. But in that series, it was super apparent. Like, the foul calls that Booker was getting at times was like, really? Oh, no. So... 
I feel like he was getting too many calls, to be honest. Yeah, those, that... those refs couldn't keep the whistle out their mouth. Man. Yeah, well, the refs in general for the playoffs haven't been that good. The other one that's been glaring to me is Embiid. Like, for being that big, dude, that strong, this dude gets so many calls. Like, ridiculous. It's not even fun to watch. And I don't even know if it's because his, like, soccer background or what, but he's, like, the ultimate flopper for a center. He flops like crazy, and then he gets the calls. Or, like, he does the drag-through. Just, which, I mean, I understand it's a strategy to a point, but it's not that fun to watch, dude. It's kind of a game-killer. Especially when you do it that much. And being that big, like, come on, man. You're supposed to be down there banging or something. Yeah, but I see more and more players doing that. Just like, like you can't say LeBron doesn't flop. Like, we'll see him flop a lot also. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care. When anybody flops, there's no, even if it was my favorite player, I wouldn't. uh, Flopping is not fun to watch. Yeah, or though they weren't. Sometimes they won't even get hit. They just like throw their heads back, acting like they got slapped in the face or something. Mm. Yeah, the the game. I don't remember if it was the game last night or before that with the Sixers and the Hawks. Like he flopped so bad on one play. I'm I was I'm very happy to see they didn't call it. But on the replay, like and it was so delayed. Like three seconds after the contact, he went flying on the ground. And I'm like, bro, come on, man, you're stupid. But I'm yeah. happy the Hawks go. Hawks got that ass. Now the Hawks are up three two. Yeah, it's jumping ahead a little bit, but um, currently the Hawks are leading the 76ers three uh, two. The Hawks beat. Who did they beat in the first round again? Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks. Which was uh, a pretty bad series. I liked both of those teams. Both of those teams was kind of like some underdog stories. I feel like coming into the season. They both played way better than what a lot of people anticipated and made the playoffs. It, it was kind of sucky to see they had to face off with each other in the first round. I would have much much rather that they would have p- played uh, some of the higher-seeded teams early on. Yeah, um, Julius Randle didn't really show up in the playoffs this year, which is another step for him to take. Yeah, they could have used the, the could have used what? They could have really used a Chris Paul type of player in there. Yeah, if but there's not many of those around. The so Atlanta won that series four to one against the Knicks. Uh, Utah beat Memphis in five games four to one. Um, the Nuggets beat the Trailblazers four to two without Jamal Murray, and then. Like we just said, Phoenix beat the Lakers in six games. And uh, Clippers beat the Mavericks after being down 2 0. They beat the Mavericks in seven games. Yeah. Kawhi just going crazy. Yeah. That, the two, two unique things with those first round matchups was Donovan Mitchell was apparently super pissed that he got benched for game one, even though he was kind of recovering from an in- injury. I think the team had his best interests in mind, but yeah, apparently the reports were that he was not happy with that. And then 
with the with the Mavs losing in Game Seven. I guess Luca's. It's come out that Luca's pretty unhappy with some of the front office folks with the Mavs organization, and maybe it's creating a rift between him and the team. Yeah. So speaking of the Mavericks, there's um. There's somebody that was acting as their general manager who was a famous gambler or is a famous I'm, – I'm not sure if he still gambles, but um, pretty much the whole situa- situation is that he was – he's famous for, like, getting a lot of picks right, being pretty good at, at choosing winners when it came to the NBA. So then uh, NBA team started to get advice from him. And then Mark Cuban decided to start paying him, put him on the staff. And um, his name is Hara Labos Vulgaris. Hara Labos Vulgaris, something like that. <clears throat> he's a Greek Canadian. And pretty much uh, he's been like a um, puppet master behind the scenes. He's, I guess he's the one that made the picks for Luca that whole first round. And the other pick, I forgot who the second pick was, not the Mavericks' second pick was, but was that the same year as Brunson? Uh, I'm not sure. It could be. I'm not sure. I'm Wait, not so he did? He did make the Luca pick? Yeah, he made the look. He made both his picks. He you made. Don't have to be a genius to make the Luca pick, but good for him. Yeah, he yeah. made the the last couple of years. He's been pretty much making the picks. It came out that um, during the COVID last year, when they were doing the draft, that the GM was even president with Mark Cuban. And he wasn't that, what? The GM, the person, uh, Nelson. What about him? <clears throat> he wasn't in the room with Mark Cuban, but uh, they were on video call. And then when, I guess when everybody got on the video call, like Carlisle, Nelson, um, and Cuban and uh, well, it was supposed to be just Cuban, but when they went to the video call, I guess this guy was with Mark Cuban in the same room, like I'm on video call, and he's the he's the one I was pretty much making all the decisions. <clears throat> and then him, I believe it was this year, him and Luca got into like a little argument because uh, Luca was like upset about a call, and the guy like uh. He got like Luca's attention, and he was telling him to calm down, like he was pointing down, like to calm down. And then Luca pretty much went off on him, saying like, "Like don't, don't fucking tell me to calm down. Like, like who are you? This and that." Uh. <laughs> and then, uh, so that's how this whole little risk between them started. And then uh, this got leaked, like right after the members got eliminated. And a lot of people are speculating that it was Nelson is the one that leaked it, who, who was named the GM. And then uh, he, I'm not sure, did they word it as him being let go or them just parting ways? You say that again? <clears throat> did they word it as him being let go or is, or is, I think they worded it as some parting ways, right? Yeah, they worded it as like mutual, mutual agreement to part ways. Yeah, so he he left the team supposedly, but everybody's speculating that 
he was a leak. So that's why Cuban decided to let him go. And just today, literally just like an hour, hour and a half ago, um, it came out that Carlisle went up to Mark Cuban and told him he doesn't want to coach anymore. Well, he doesn't want to coach for the Mavericks anymore. Damn. And now uh, Luca's unhappy. But he, it came out that Luca's unhappy. But he's still going to sign Supermax, obviously, because he's going to try to get his money. A lot of other GMs are speculating that he's going to be on the trade market. Highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. So pretty much, we're kind of waiting to hear to see what happens with this Fulgaris guy to see if he becomes a new GM or if Cuban decides to like get rid of him or what's going on because that's really the main issue with Luca and the Mavericks right now. Hmm. And if that if that doesn't get taken care of, then it's just a matter of time before they separate. Interesting. Yeah, that's some weird drama. <laughs> yeah, there goes Kawhi ruining another franchise, right? <laughs> he ruined Kawhi ruined Miami Heat. Then he ruined the the Warriors when KD left. Now he's ruining the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi. Shit. <clears throat> okay, well, what do you make of the whole Donovan Mitchell? Uh drama well that was that was actually this series i believe uh it was um the clippers first game right where he was out or was it no that was the uh, that was that one game that the the grizzlies snuck in the game one they took game one oh, yeah yeah was... and that's when he didn't play yeah i don't really think it's drama i think he just wanted to play but the doctors didn't want to clear him yeah, they, but that's normal. That's something that normally happens. But then they come out publicly or whatever, saying like that you you're making it clear that you're very unhappy about it. And I think the wording of some of the articles was like it created a rift between him and the team, the front or the personnel. I think it was just yeah, I think it was just him and the um, training staff. Yeah, like his own personal doctor and training staff too that were saying like, oh, you should be able to play. And yeah, like, to me, to me, it's just it's kind of just like uh, Mitchell trying to like prove to everybody that he wanted to be on the floor. That's just how I see it. Like he didn't want to make it seem like he's not trying to play. You know? Nah, bro, that's different. You could uh, say you could say like in your post game interview off game two, like yeah, man, it was so hard for me. Like I just wanted to be out there compete, blah blah blah. But the way that that's not the way that it went down. Well, the way he worded it was that um, he was planning on playing, and that he was uh, everything was good was uh, green light for him, pretty much for him to play. But um, the team didn't let him, so it's kind of like the same thing, I would say. So basically, you're not making anything of it. Nah, I don't think so. Because it was just one, one little incident. Honestly, like they still did like what they call a gentleman's sweep and just took care of them so I mean Mitchell could get mad but at the end of the day they were just really looking out for his health you know? that's what I thought about it so what do you think um, 
how much of a difference is it whether or not Mike Conley plays? Uh, well, before, I didn't think it was going to make that big of a difference when Kawhi was still playing. But now I believe, like, if he does come back, it does make the difference of them if they win or not. But when Kawhi was still playing, I didn't, I didn't think it, it was going to help him win the series. I thought they were still going to lose. But now that Kawhi is out with um, some type of knee injury, they haven't said what it is specifically yet, which is kind of weird. It's been a couple of days now. Yeah. <clears throat> but they said they're going to run more tests, and um, he hasn't been playing. He's listed as pretty much doubtful for the rest of the series. And, um, yeah, I think that if Kawhi was still there, I think the the Clippers still win because, I mean, the way Paul George has been playing the series, like he's the last three games he's been scoring over 30 points. Looking well, yeah. like the Paul George from the Indiana Pacers days. I wouldn't say all that, but, yeah, he played. I mean, last last – what was it, last night or whenever the last game was and Kawhi didn't play. Paul George, I mean, they still won. Yeah. Oh. Well, the last three, like I said, the last three games, he scored over 30 points. I think for yeah, them, like this. Does that shit every game. Yeah, but Paul George, I'm saying Paul George specifically like, hasn't, he hasn't been playing that good, you know? Like, that's that was the big knock on him last year. But even like last series against the Mavericks, but to me, like this matchup for them is a lot easier for them to defend, like, the the Utah Jazz don't have anybody like as big as Luca or as strong as Luca that could bring up the ball that they have to defend. Like the Mitchell's a really good player, but he's not he's not taller than them. He's not bigger than them. He might be more athletic, but even even Mitchell right now is dealing with the ankle injury. Down low, they have a big mismatch though. They don't have no one to guard Gobert. Yeah, but Gobert, you could like they have been doing the last couple games with the small ball lineups. You kind of like run them out of the gym. Mm. Like, would he have like four points or something like that, or <laughs> four eight field goals? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's that's why I've never been a big fan of Gobert. Just like Drummond, I feel like him and Drummond are kind of the same. Where you could like play them out of the game with small mm. ball lineups. Interesting. But yeah, that's where we are right now. Um, Brooklyn. Speaking of teams Brooklyn is ass. injuries, Brooklyn Speak- is ass. I hope they lose. <laughs> yeah, speaking of teams winning with with injured players, Brooklyn came out and beat Milwaukee, which is at Milwaukee. It was two two Milwaukee. Milwaukee was up right by like sixteen points or something like that. Yeah, they were up by a lot. I think <clears> they were up by like twenty at one point. Yeah, and Brooklyn came all the way back. Um, ended up winning. They the Nets kept it really close, and then the last four or five minutes of the game. Well, really, it was the whole fourth quarter that Kevin Durant just went off. Dude went off for the whole entire game, bro. He had fifty damn points. I think he was like at thirty points, thirty three points or something like that going into the fourth. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Honestly, that was a huge letdown right there. The Bucks for the Bucks to blow that—that that is terrible. 
Yeah, well, that's the thing, kind of like what we've been saying. Well, I've, I don't know if you've been saying it too, but I've been telling you, like, I don't, I don't think the the Bucks really have a closer on the team. And seeing, because I, I watched a lot of Pelicans last year. I saw a lot of Drew Holiday, and I knew, like, he he's not the type of player to, like, close out a game like that. Bro, so, you shouldn't need a closer when you're up by 20 damn points. <clears throat> yeah, I know, but the main – the main um, criticism on the Bucks is that when it gets to a tight game like that or when they're playing good teams, that they don't really have somebody to go to besides Middleton. And if you're going to Middleton, like, <laughs> that's not really a, somebody that you're really going to be concerned about. I mean, he's a good player, but as a go-to scorer, like, if I was the other team, I wouldn't be, like, too worried about that. Mm-hmm. And – like Drew Holiday, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but when it comes to clutch time, I've just seen him like when he tries to go one on one, like fumble, literally fumble the foot, fumble the ball off his foot, trying to drive on people at the end of the games. Who did you say, Giannis? No, Drew. Well, yeah, you can say that about Giannis too. Though. Yeah, Giannis actually did that exact shit. And then <laughs> at the end of the game, that I feel like the crucial moment was when Middleton. I mean, the pass, it was a low pass, but it wasn't all that low. And Giannis oh, really yeah. just fumbled it, bro. I was like, what? Now, to me, I think when the game was won was when um, I think it was like three minutes left, two minutes left. And then it was James Harden guarding Giannis on the on the block. and then, Yeah, and he did that freaking fadeaway pull up. Yeah, no, but right before that, Harden wave off the other defender. And he's like, no, nah, it's all right. I got this. Yeah, and Giannis instead of like doing a dribble towards the basket, he tries to do like a Kobe fadeaway, and that was all I said. Back of the rim. All I could say when that play went down was like, "Bro, that is not your shot," and that shit was so ugly. Like that was terrible. That was really, really terrible. I love Giannis, man, but man, that was just terrible. Like I can't imagine a worse shot that he could have took. Actually, really, in that situation. Yeah, but I think the Bucks are going to lose because, I mean, KD went off. Um, Jeff Green went off. But at the same time, you know, like James Harden pretty much not doing anything besides stand out there. The main thing that James Harden did, though, was um, pull um, Drew Holiday off of KD. Because the whole game, they had Drew Holiday on, on James Harden. So he was kind of like a decoy, you know. And then, what, I, uh, what I don't get so far in the season is like, why <laughs> why is it Giannis guarding KD more one on one? Yeah, that was the big thing that came out of Alaska. He should be, but he just hasn't done it. He said, the, "Oh, he said what?" He said after the game that a reporter asked him, "Like, are you going to guard uh, KD?" And then uh, he was like, "I would, He's like, "I would love to guard him." He had said something like, I would love to guard him. Uh, I'm going to do whatever the coach asks of me or something like that. Like, instead of – but when you're, like, the main player on the team like that, you, instead of the waiting for the coach to tell you, you should just be like, hey, I got this guy. Which is not what he's doing. This dude has, like, the per- like the perfect – he's, like, the perfect person to guard KD, bro. Yeah, I mean, 
yeah, body type. Like body type, big, hella tall, strong, great defender, super lengthy. Like, if you could build a player to guard KD, I feel like it would look like Giannis. So I don't understand, like, what's going on there. Just not ready for the moment, probably. (laughs) But that's always been their criticism on the Bucks, too. Like, they just shrink those moments. And the thing is, they've had P.J. Tucker, and, like, P.J. Tucker, like, he has been doing a decent job besides this last game, obviously. But one thing I did notice is that KD kind of, like, figured him out now, you know, like – He'll do this little move where he's kind of like swinging his whole body around him, like he like dips his body and like and like swings it out. Kind of, you know how like when people like fake the swing to get the foul with their with their arms. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of doing that like with his whole body to get around like the corner of PJ Tucker's body, so it makes it impossible for uh, for him to like stand in front of him or to reach for the ball because he's gonna get a foul call. So Which, basically, you mean like a snake? <laughs> That's too slithers. He slithers around him. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I guess he could say that, but <laughs> <laughs> or like a deer. You know how deers jump over fences, like all acrobatically and stuff, like on <laughs> their body. But yeah. yeah, so he's bucking the bucks right now. I guess you could oh say. Oh my god, you're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he does. He'll do that, and then uh, that's why I don't know if you noticed him like kind of falling down a couple times when he was like passing out or taking a shot. Who, Katie? Yeah, because he he would do that move and then either kick it out or like do like a little hook shot. Yeah, like that hook shot he did right over PJ for that absurd three pointer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that was more like a. Uh, Captain Shear right there. When uh, James Harden kicked him on top of the, the three-pointer. For anyone who's listening that doesn't know this, I cannot stand the Nets. Like, <laughs> it's the last team I would ever, ever want to see win a championship. So, yeah, it's pretty hard for me to even talk about them. Yeah, there's not, really. there's not really anything I like about them actually. <laughs> Which, yeah, I guess, but you can't really deny, like, their school, you know? Well, yeah, they have three of the absolute best players in the league for, like, well, they the have like one 10 years. Right now, they have, like, one and a half. It's, they're on the team, right? Regardless of if they're playing or not. Uh, individually, like, I don't like every one of those guys. I used to like all of them. And actually, that's not true. I never liked Kyrie. But um, I used to really like KD and... Harden was whatever. I never a problem with him. But now, bro, they're just like they're not the people that I want my kids looking up to, type thing. And seeing them all join up and all that, it's just like pissing me off to see them win. The Bucks, on the other hand, I really like them, but I feel like they screwed themselves with that loss the other night. Like that was a really big game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's like a punch in the face. Big time, bro. Like, it would have been okay if they won that <laughs> and then got crushed tonight because then it's like, you know, 50-50 on the game seven. Like, 
earn it. But now you got to go out there and earn back to back. Like that shit got to be a ton of pressure. Yeah, and the the Bucks as franchise are like one in fifteen when being down three to two. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. Like one in fifteen out of the series. I didn't even know they went to the playoffs so many times. Well, back in the day, they used to be pretty good. Like, Comes uh, with playing with Kareem and Bill Walton. Bill Walton. Yeah, wasn't he with the Bucks? I'm pretty sure he was with the Bucks. The Watson's dad. I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't think so. They had the big O and they had uh Kareem and later on they had um Ray Allen. They had some good teams and stuff. I Bill Walton, I don't know, I have to look that up. I'm pretty sure. But I have to look it up. Bill Walton's just so damn ugly, I don't even think about him. I think I think he might have been there like one year where he was like dealing with injuries. Because what what was the main team he was on? The Blazers or Celtics? <clears throat> you said what was the main team he was on, bro? He's known for being like the best Blazer of all time, arguably. Oh no, never mind. I could have swore he was on the Bucks. He was on Portland, on the Clippers, Celtics. Clippers and damn, it's hella ugly. Yeah, that's why I was thinking Celtics then, because I I was watching a documentary on them. the other green team. Yeah, I was watching that um, Lakers, well, the Bird Magic documentary, mm-hmm. and then they had picked him up to try to get the edge. He he was dealing with a a bunch of injuries. Hmm. I don't think they ended up winning that year. Interesting. I think the Lakers won. But yeah, um, so we touched on the Nuts and Bucks. They're literally about to play like in one hour or two hours. You touched on Nuts and Bucks? (laughs) We touched on the Nets and the Bucks. Oh, yeah. And now uh, (laughs) Clippers, Jazz, they're up 3-2 as well. Playing NLA. Hawks, yeah, hope Hawks are thirty-two. Hope the Hawks win. And then, um, what was the other game? Oh, they're already won, right? Yeah, the the Suns the already. Phoenix Suns beat the Nuggets four nothing. Swept their ass. Not only did they did they win the games, but their fans got a couple of wins too. I don't know if you saw that. The fight. Yeah, yeah, that was tr- that was terrible, dude. That was so humiliating for that dude. He thought he was all cool, pulling up his pants, started swinging, and just got his ass clobbered. Ran out of there holding his face. Yeah, so there was this fan, I guess. Um, well, I guess it was the Suns fan that started it. Like, well, he was just like doing like normal fan stuff. Like, he turned around, and said, uh, "Suns, Suns and four, or whatever." And then uh, those guys were like. There's two guys that were, were talking crap to him. And then uh, they were going to leave, I guess, but they had spilled beer on the guy. Like right before they left, mm. they had spilled beer on the guy. And then obviously the other guy turns around and he's like hella pissed. And they're like shoving each other. And then they're going to go to leave. And one, 
one of the guys like saying, all right, we're leaving, we're leaving. And then the other guy's acting like he's leaving. But I think supposedly, I think it was like he was holding like money or something, right? Because I, I guess the, the Phoenix Suns fan was saying like he has fake chains on or something like that. And the guy <laughs> pulled out, <laughs> the guy pulled out like a little stash of money. Mm. Then that's like where you see, that's like the main clip that you see where he puts the money back in his pocket. Yeah. And then he does like that sucker punch. Mm-hmm. And trash ass, ugly ass. <clears throat> yeah, he does a sucker punch and hits hits the Suns fan, but the Suns fan, like, I don't know, did he grab him by the chains or by his jersey? Probably both. Kind of... It was like, he, that dude must be a hockey player the way he grabbed him up by his jersey like that. Yeah, so he was pretty much holding him down and then just uppercutting him <laughs> the whole time. Probably like ten times, and the whole <laughs> the whole time his friend is just sitting there watching it, and then finally his friend like like tried to tell the other the son's fan to stop, and the son's fan just punches him one time, right? I think he punches him once, and He's he kind of like backs up. Yeah, yeah, you can't really see if it landed, huh? Right. But then um, he's still holding the other guy down by the by the neck or whatever he's holding. And then he's talking crap to the to his friend who had tried to like stop it. And then he finally lets go of the other guy and he's like, Sons in four. Yeah, that was humiliating. Bro, that dude's pants, he's all sagging, just looking like such a wannabe. And then he was just he can't he gave up, bro. He knew he was done for. Then he ran away holding his nose and everything. Yeah, he was holding his face and they went up the stairs. It was like some older guy that had came in and like told him to leave, like yeah. separated them. He's like, go call the police and get you some ice. So then uh, they go off and then like the camera swings, it goes back to the son's fan. Like there's a whole bunch of people like going crazy for him. And then <laughs> you see like, I think a couple of like beers being thrown at him and then yeah. pants, pants back to the hallway and there's cops coming in. Yeah, whose weak ass was throwing beer? I was wondering about that. There's some more. Weak, was, well, weak. they were in and uh, Denver, so some more little hoes like that other guy that got beat up. Yeah, it was probably people from the upper deck. If you really but... were about to actually go down there, you know, maybe got their ass clobbered, probably too. That doofus. Yeah, so you've probably seen the video. Like, if you haven't, just search uh, "Sons and Four Guy" and it'll pop up. Search and on, I guess. Devin Booker's yeah, big and I, brother. And then uh, I guess Devin Booker came out trying to find him. <laughs> he posted on Twitter. And he found him. You know, he found him, right? He got yeah. his info. He gave him tickets to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and like a signed jersey and some shit. Yeah, that's funny. I guess. I don't know if I would necessarily would be rewarding that type of behavior. That's just like, I don't know. I don't really like Devin Booker, to be honest. But his shit was funny. And, like, it was even Nuggets fans, like, like patting him on the back and stuff. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's some, that's terrible. He did have the OG. Oh, you know what I thought, matter of fact, bro, when I watched that um, video? The dude that whooped his, that was whooping the ass looked at, like, um, Bielitsa, bro. <laughs> he does. I swear, if you pause it on the, if you if you see like the still shot of like the video when it shows his face straight on, he looks so much like him. It's crazy. 
I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> My opinion, he does. Oh, you know what? Yeah, he does a little bit. I just looked him up right now. Yeah, he does, just not as European. He's not 6'10". And as European looking. He looks like Bielisa if Bielisa was like a like a hick or something. <laughs> you know, Bielisa kind of used to have long hair like that. Yeah, yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, so that's pretty much that's that is the playoffs right now. We're just waiting. Well, the Suns are waiting on the Clippers Jazz game, and then the Bucks Nets. I'm thinking is going to be decided tonight with the Nets winning, and then uh, we have 76ers and Hawks tomorrow. Man, I hope the fucking Bucks whoop that ass like by 30. But yeah, besides uh, actual games being played, there's been a bunch of coaches that are leaving their teams. We touched on Rick Carlisle earlier. We also have uh, Scott Brooks, right? Yeah. Scott Brooks for the Washington Wizards. He didn't really get let go. His contract expired, and they just couldn't come to an agreement on the price. Mm-hmm. Stan Van Gundy, the Pacers coach. Yeah, um, Van, Van Gundy on the Pelicans. Um, they said it was a mutual parting, but it came out like a bunch of players weren't happy with him. Crazy. And um, – well, I guess they were saying like they weren't happy with him, like always calling them out. Like I like oh, talking crap about them. Get over that stuff, bro. But he, and then like doing a whole bunch of like uh just the way he like he would like work on like make them practice like crazy. And he was also saying that I guess it was hard on him because he wasn't able to see his family all year. Like I guess uh. his family lives in Detroit, so when even when they were in Detroit you couldn't see him because of the COVID thing. Interesting. <clears throat> so supposedly it was a mutual uh, separation there and they're saying that Teresa Weatherspoon one of the assistants is one of the main candidates for the job they're also saying that Fred Vincent is I think we've talked about him here before he's like a really good shooting coach mm. and then uh, yeah the, the Pacers coach well Van Gundy only had one year, and so did uh, Pacers coach. I forgot his name. Bjorkson or something? I don't even know. He's irrelevant, pretty much, whoever he is. They pretty much went from uh, making them playoffs every year to they, – they, they made the playing game, right? Yeah, they made the – they made they won the first play-in, and then they lost the second lost one. The Wizards, the, right? Wizards, yeah. Nate Bjorkson, something like that. And then uh, Stotts. Stotts is gone. Yeah, Terry Stotts on um, Portland Trailblazers is gone. I think there's seven in total. Who else? Oh, the Magic. And what's the name? Clifford? Steve Clifford. And then is how many is that? One. Is there someone else? I'm forgetting. Not Luke Walton. Oh, fuck, I wish. Um, I'm not sure. I might be forgetting something, but definitely those people. Coach K. You retired. <laughs> oh, Brad Stevens, bro. 
Uh, well, yeah, he wasn't really fired. He was more like he got a promotion. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was weird, and he's not the coach anymore. So, Yeah, Danny Ainge retired or quit, however you want to put it. And then uh, they promoted Brad Stevens to GM, even though he has, like, no, well, he has no experience doing it. Yeah, that's pretty unique. I don't understand that whole thing. But we'll see. Becky Hammond, she's going to be their new coach. Yeah, she's rumored in a lot of openings, but just don't, I don't know. For me, I would like to see her like more as more on a young team. Maybe like that Orlando job. I think that might be a good fit for her. Interesting. Just because they have, well, hopefully a healthy Jonathan Isaac coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Markel Fultz. Well, Bomba's still there, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're doing that whole uh, you know, player movement. What? They're doing the whole young player movement, like trying to develop them. Oh, yeah, as a team. I see what you're saying, yeah. I guess they got tired of making the playoffs every year. I'm just getting flapped. <laughs> I mean, Kings fans would love that, but... <laughs> Put them in the put them in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, true. He says that I haven't heard any other news really. He says injuries, injuries have been crazy in the playoffs this year. Yeah, LeBron, yeah. AD, Kawhi, CP, freaking Kyrie, Kyrie, Harden, um, uh, even Beal and um, Westbrook were dealing with injuries. Embiid. Yeah, Embiid. Chris Paul. Uh, Serge Ibaka. It would have been cool if they had – oh, yeah, Serge is done for the year. It would have been cool if they had, like, a little bit of a layover, like an, like an all-star break before the playoffs. Just try to get everybody healthy. Something. Yeah, um – yeah, but Adam Silver is getting like a lot of criticism right now just because of all the injuries. I mean, I don't know. I probably would have did the same thing. I understand it. For a long time, I thought it was probably bull that, like, because most of those dudes are doing stuff in the offseason anyway, you know? A lot of these guys either play in, like, rec league or uh, whatever. International. Do, yeah, do different stuff. International or maybe Olympics or whatever, but with the injuries and like the way things are going, I don't know. I have to wonder kind of if there's something to it. Yeah. Well, since we're already on this topic, this is what LeBron said about it. Sends the loads he had said. Let's take forever. Oh, here it goes. They all didn't want to listen to me about the start of the season. I know exactly what would happen. I only wanted to protect the well-being of the players, which ultimately is a product and benefit of our game. These injuries isn't just part of the game. It's the lack of pure rim rest. Before starting back up, eight, possibly nine all-stars has missed playoff games. 
most in league history. This is the best time of the year for our league and fans, but missing a ton of our favorite players, it's insane. If there's one person that knows about the body and how it works all year round, it's me. The, capitalize <laughs> me. <laughs> I speak for the health of all our players, and I hate to see this many injuries this time of the year. Sorry, fans. Wish you guys were seeing all of your favorite guys right now. And by that, he means me, probably. Yeah, he always doesn't make it about himself, really. I don't know. I feel him. I feel him in a way. I also really wasn't feeling the way he was acting in the final minutes of that last game when they were getting. Yeah. Out. Yeah, he was acting like he did when they had the young Lakers, like just not playing defense. I gave back. Gave up. Wasn't being a very good role model. Yeah, it, it was like the last five minutes of the game, too. It wasn't just like the last couple of minutes. But, yeah. I don't know. He, he also voted for the plan tournament and all that. He wanted the plan tournament. He came out earlier in the year and said that he wanted it. Now he's kind of circling back saying that it's a bad idea. So. So yeah, kind of, he's kind of to blame about that too. Right. Yeah, he's he's playing both sides probably. He's playing both sides of it, but whatever. He's at home now. The playoffs have been kind of interesting. Still, it hasn't been terrible. It hasn't been as fun. I don't know. I feel like last year was more fun. What do you think? Um, I think this year has been more. Yeah, probably this year just because um, it's more wide open. You think this year is more entertaining? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's more wide open. Like last year, the Lakers were obviously the better team. I think by this time last year, they were already in the finals. Well, no, uh, I'm not sure. They weren't even playing this time last year. Well, you know you know what I mean? Like they, they pretty much went 4-1. and one. They went 4-1, and one, I think, every series, right? Yeah. <clears throat> So we didn't get this many games and this much continuity between like all the teams. I'm just keeping my fingers crossed, bro, that the Nets do not go all the way. Please. <laughs> Please and thank you. So who who do you want to win? Honestly I guess there's a couple people I'd be okay with winning. Um Bucks. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be the Bucks, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Bucks would be I'd be cool with that. Like, the shitty thing about it, bro, is the Bucks. I feel like, were the best matchup for the Nets. I feel like they were the most likely ones to beat them. So, if they don't beat them, the only other matchup that I would like would probably be um, Sixers. But I also don't like the Sixers and don't want them to win. So If they're healthy, though. Well, here's the thing. I, w- I want to see, personally, I want to see a Nets-Clippers finals, but I want uh, both teams to be healthy. I don't. Th- I think the Nets would crush them. Healthy? I don't think so. If both teams were completely healthy, bro, I honestly think one hundred percent the Nets would crush them. Well, Serge is is out for the year, so that's it's not going to happen. But with Kawhi healthy, I think they have a shot. Um, Especially the way Paul George is playing right now. If he could keep this up, if if we get this this Paul George and we get the like 
well, Kawhi always plays hella good in the playoffs. He's he's got one of like the highest stat lines, not like scoring wise, but percentage wise, like in the history of the NBA. But like if they're both at the top of their game, then I think it'd be a really good series. Um, I think other teams I'd be cool with seeing go all the way would be Jazz. <clears throat> I'd be cool with the Jazz go taking in. I, I, I wouldn't mind the Jazz, but at the same time, I don't want to see Gobert get green. <laughs> Damn, why, bro? He just whines way too much, dude. Like the whole defensive player of the year stuff. That's the like whole entire league. What are you talking about? That's the whole league. No, no, look, at the other play, look at the other players that lost. They were whining more about it, bro. They were like, how is his soft ass get it? I'm not saying I'm a Gobert fan, but like Draymond, come on now. I know, but I'm saying like, well, not even just a defensive player of the year. Like even when he wasn't making all-star teams, like he was always crying about it. And then like the whole jazz, like the team, the organization was like always like just talking crap about the league. Because the organization. Yeah, the whole jazz like front office and everybody would say like I don't understand why he's not it's being selected for for like all star games and stuff. I don't know. I don't care about Rudy Gobert, but I really like Donovan Mitchell, and it's an underdog team, so I'd be cool with them winning. You um, can't be the underdog, bro. If the, the number one seed. Yes, you can. They were, bro. Yes, you can. Just look at the look at the Suns. They were the two seed, and yet they were the Lakers were favored. Yeah, it's because that's Vegas. So it's because people vote for the Lakers. Still, LeBron. Honestly, even with the number one seed, who who do you know that's expecting the Jazz to go all the way? Well, to make the finals, I think to, that to they where, to, we're talking strong. about to win the finals. But yeah, even just to make the finals. To make the finals, I think. I think there's a, a good amount of people that said, thought they were going to make it. Well, especially once the Lakers went out. Who do you know? Who do you know that was like, yeah, I think the Jazz are going to go all the way? Well, not people personally, but I've heard it. Like exactly. On, uh, I've heard it like on uh, Sports Center and stuff. Yeah, Sports Center where they just talk out their ass so they can people could <laughs> see it as controversial and bring it up. Get views. I don't know. That's my opinion. I feel like, yeah, they are the number one seed, but they are also the underdog. Like, historically, what have they ever won? Utah? Yeah. Well, they've made the finals. They just ran into Michael Jordan. Right. So they didn't win. They won Western Conference Finals. <laughs> Does that mean not? Well, you could say the same thing. You could say the same thing about what? You got some you got some connection issues. Can you hear me right now? Or... Yeah, I can hear you now. <clears throat> yeah, I was saying you could uh, say the same thing about the Suns and the Clippers. No well, one, no, no one, me, and no one that I know is looking back, going, "Oh yeah, you remember when my team won the Western Conference Finals?" Like that doesn't mean shit. I know, but you're saying they never won anything. I'm saying you could say that. Yeah, they haven't won anything that matters. You could say, yeah, you could say they won against the Lakers. They beat the Lakers when the Lakers were the champions the year before. But does that mean anything? No. Did they take any hardware home? 
No. Did it take the championship, which is what that makes people go down in history? No. Did I have MVPs like that? No. So, I don't know. Sure, we'll just pretend that they're not an underdog. I still want them to win. Yeah, like I said, I like them too. The only person I don't want to see win is Gobert. (laughs) So, just take them off the team and let them win. Yeah, are you fine with that? (laughs) From from the East, bro, from the East, basically anyone but the Nets. Who's even left? Like... Yeah, I guess Hawks. Hawks would be basically the only person I would, Oh, Bucks. I already said that. Bucks and Hawks would be the only ones I would want to win for the East. What do you think about... Would you want uh, Trey Young to win? Yeah. I mean, I'm not... I'm a, not I don't, so, to me, personally, I feel like he's like way too cocky sometimes. But I don't love the dude. I don't hate the dude. If we were going to nitpick, every team has someone that I pretty much... I don't like on it, so... Yeah, on the, yeah, on the Eastern side, like I don't really mind if any of them would win. The only one that kind of does bug me a little bit is Trey Young, but like you're saying, all the nice guys bug you. They don't bug me. Uh, Milwaukee, there's stuff that Giannis does that bugs me, but um, I still like like uh, Drew Holiday as a person, like yeah, some yeah. other players that they have. You know the and, main thing about <clears throat> Trey, Trey Young, why I don't dislike him, even though most of the time like cocky people really bug me, because he really makes it a clear difference. I feel like between like on-court cockiness, shit-talking on the court and, like, getting in people's heads and then, like, off-the-court stuff. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, but sometimes he'll go in the press conference and do it, too, though. Like, give me an example of what you're talking about. Like, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know, like, he's he said, like, uh, he said, like, certain stuff before. I'm not sure. He's cocky, yeah, sure. But I mean, the other thing is, like, he's so young, bro. He's only been in the league for a very short period of time. So I don't know. He's not my favorite. I don't hate the guy. I think I'd rather him win than Kyrie, KD, or James Harden. Giannis, I like. I don't understand why you don't like Giannis at all. And pretty much. I didn't say I don't like him at all. I said, I said, there's stuff that he does that bugs me. I don't understand at all why you don't like him. Just, I don't know. Like I said, I used to be like a really big fan of him, but since he got the MVPs, he's just been uh, acting like more cocky. Like he's definitely been like flexing a lot more on people. Bro, this guy is not even remotely strike me as cocky. He seems so dope and humble. You want to talk about hockey? Off the court. I'm talking about on the court. Bro, flexing, that's the game, dude. No, you but get he'll... big buckets and do shit like that. Of course you're gonna do that. Even Kawhi does that. Kawhi doesn't flex. <laughs> yes, he does, bro. Look at that dunk he did on what's the name? No, he was looking at the ball. He wasn't. He wasn't staring at the guy. Bro, you're crazy if you think Kawhi hasn't stared people down. Dude, go back and and watch it. He was staring at the ball. You're crazy if you think Kawhi hasn't stared people down after a big play. No, dude, he doesn't. He doesn't do all that stuff. You're wild, bro. He does it a lot less than anyone else, which I appreciate about him. But nah, bro, it ain't. He doesn't not do it. No, but not just. It's not just that. It's like just other little small things that he does. I think it's also like his brother that instigates some of this stuff, like trying to start fights and stuff. 
and then uh like Giannis will try to like go up there. It's kinda like almost like bullying sometimes, but I've never seen that from him. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Where his brother you never seen that? I never seen him try to bully someone. I never got the feeling that he was trying to bully someone. He's gone up to like purge after games, like like say like his brother's been like uh they've been talking trash to each other during the game. There's a couple of times during the year where like both of them like went up to the guys and gone in the guy's face and stuff like that. Can you give any examples, bro? Um, I'd have to look it up. You're gonna have to look it up and let me know next time. Yeah, but um, what about the Western Conference? Nobody, fuck them all. Jazz, that's it. Carolina <laughs> Phoenix. Nah, bro, I really don't like Phoenix. Even though, like, yeah, no, nah, I don't like Phoenix, no. Nah. I don't know. At first, I didn't really like Chris Paul in the past, but he kind of he is, like, what it is now. That's weird. It's the opposite for me. Like, I did kind of like him in the past, but for whatever reason, it really showed more this year that he's, like, a humongous a-hole. Just yeah, like he the way be, he was. but... Like, in but... that last game, the main thing that sticks out to me, bro, was that last game when... Well, the like he does he does dirty ass plays too. Like some of the fouls I noticed during that Lakers series, I was like, "Whoa, bro, chill!" Like you could really get someone hurt on that shit. Like the foul, like that one where he got hurt, bro. He was really trying to do some dirty arm hooking stuff, and then he ended up being the one getting hurt. But the one that really sticks out to me was like at the end of the series when he like picked up the ball, like clapping on the ball, and like slammed it down. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It was like the last couple of seconds of the game. I don't know. Like it was just something about that. I don't know. It seems so. No, I think he was just like you're talking about the Lakers series. Yeah, uh, I think he he was just happy to win, dude. Well, duh, of course, bro. Who wouldn't be? But still, it's not like he was like over here like showboating. He just looked like a little kid doing it. He was showboating. What are you talking about? But not like in front of their faces is what I mean. It though. was he... right in front of their faces. It was during the game. That's my point. But he didn't, like, walk up in front of them, like, go up to them, and then do, like, right in front of their face and then walk away. Come on, man. It was during the game. How more in your face can you get? Like, if if it was right after the buzzer, I understand totally. Like, of course, (laughs) when your team wins, everyone goes nuts. Like, that's the point. Well, the thing is with that game, though, they were – it was, like, decided, like, probably two minutes before the game was over that. Yeah, but the game is not over. That's when, that's my point. Like, you got to have some type of, some level of respect for your Yeah, opponent. but I don't know. There's been plenty of teams that have done that, though, in the past. I'm not making excuses for anyone else. I'm saying that I didn't like what he did. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. You can feel that way, but I've, I've seen a lot of other teams do it in the past, so it doesn't so really that makes it okay. Me. It doesn't well, bother me. Nah, bro. I don't know. The way he did it, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> and then same with Booker. Like, the same thing with him. And Crowder, I mean, he's always – that's his personality. Booker, like – what about Booker? What don't you like about him? Just that attitude that he had. It was like a – I'm trying to think of a specific example that I could give. It's not his fault that he gets all those, all those, all those weak ass penalties, like or all those uh, weak ass calls from the refs and everything. But that annoys me. And then, like, I'm trying to think, what did he do at that during that game? Like in game, 
in the second to last. Thinking about when he got like the player's face, but that's because um, they had like hard felt somebody. Oh, when uh, who was it? Who did they just beat again? You're talking about when Jokic fell. Oh, yeah, when Jokic, yeah, when he hit nah, the guy. I don't care face. about that shit. I don't care about that. That's not what I'm talking about. It was something during the Lakers series. I can't remember now. But oh, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I'm pretty sure it was something with with, with uh, Dennis Schroeder. Oh, he was like, he, 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 um, yeah, I can't remember what happened, but he the camera was like zoomed right in on his face, and he was like, "Yeah, fuck you, fuck you, yeah, what about it? What are you gonna do?" That's what it was. It was at the end of the game, so basically it was the same as a Chris Paul thing. Like, the 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 game had for sure been decided, and he got like a meaningless bucket at the end of the game. And whoever I didn't see who he was staring at, probably Dennis, because I know Dennis talks shit, but he was like <laughs> staring him down, like he's like, "Yeah, what the fuck are you gonna do? Fuck you, fuck you." And I'm like, bro, come on. Now. You can't be going all wild like that unless you're really going to square up with somebody. This shit just seemed excessive. I mean, he might do. It just seemed, it seemed childish to me. He's, he won't, bro. When is he? I don't know. Do? But once you said Dennis, it's kind of like, because I know how Dennis is too. Like, he's he's that type of person too, bro. Like, Dennis, he, he's like way over the top sometimes also. He's an instigator for sure, but <clears throat> I don't know about that. So, and I mean, then, if, if it's just like, Giving him the same energy, then I mean, kind of is what it is. I couldn't see. It's not. It's. The, I don't feel like it was the same energy. I feel like it was over the top. But I feel this last game too, when they were sweeping the Nuggets. Um, something I couldn't read his lips because he was facing away from the camera. But like during a foul shot, he went up to. He went up to. I want to say, Mikael Bridges and someone else, either Crowder or. I think it was Crowder and he was like hey bro like blah 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 he could tell he was super excited like he wanted to do some shit like to show out and both of the dudes looked at him like what the fuck nah hell nah and you could read Mikel's Bridges lips he was like nah bro you're crazy and then he's like no watch watch and then uh like the the guy missed the second free throw and the ball came off and you could tell Devin was trying hella hard to get it but he didn't so I'm not sure what he was trying to do but it just looked like like I said some childish shit You don't have to agree with me, bro, but that's my opinion. I know. I can't remember that. Were you watching? Yeah, but I don't remember that that part of it. I wish somebody would have gone up to Jokic and been like, you're not the real MVP, though, because I don't think he was. <laughs> who, do you, who do you think was the real MVP? Embiid. Why? Just because he dominated, dude. Jokic Thunder, got hurt I think, too, bro. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but I think the only reason he really got it is because Murray got hurt. Embiid got hurt, dude. Embiid missed a lot of time. I know he didn't miss like a lot, a lot, but he did miss some time. How much did he miss? He, he I bet he missed <clears> at least twenty games, which is more than a quarter of the season. Which is the same. Which is the same argument all these people are making for Kyrie for MVP. Yeah, uh, he might have been for first team or something or MVP. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't agree. MB had a great year for sure. Don't I mean? I don't like him. Pissing me off. But I won't take anything away from like his numbers. Yeah, but 50, Jokic, fifty-one games. Huh? Fifty-one. Same as twenty-one. 
72, right? Yeah, he missed 21. So, so you, so they both had great numbers, but Jokic didn't miss the time, and Jokic was without his co-star. And I don't even like Jokic, bro. To be honest, like I've never actually really liked him since he's been in the league. But I, I'm, I think that he deserved it. I think he deserved the MVP. Yeah, Jokic played the whole season. So I guess that's a difference, but I don't know. I just felt like Embiid's impact was was bigger on the team. Really? No, I can't agree with that. Dude, they're garbage without Embiid. But that's you could say the exact same thing about the Nuggets with Murray and without Jokic. No, Murray wasn't there, bro. I know what I'm saying. If Murray was there, if Murray Murray, Murray there, didn't so get hurt until like the last month and a half, I think, right? So basically, no, it was like around an all-star. So you're saying if even though Sixers had Ben Simmons, we're going to pretend that Nuggets did they they had Murray and would they would they be trash without Jokic? Bro, I don't think they would be. I don't think they'd be that good without Jokic. I think that yeah, like they would have been in the low. They might have not even made the playoffs to be honest. Maybe I don't know. Murray was playing really good before he got injured. Well, Ben Simmons was playing good. What do you think? Is there any player that got left off the um, all NBA teams that you want to see on there? Um, Mitchell. Uh, probably, honestly, it's Tatum. Tough, honestly, probably Tatum. And uh, I can't remember them now. Was what was where was Bradley Beal at? Third team. Uh, I believe so. I think. Well, here's the here's the first thing. I'll just read off. I'll t- I'll tell you right now before <clears throat> you can read it. The number one discrepancy I have was Dame. I think Dame should have been uh, higher. First team. Yeah, I think Dame should have been first team. Yeah, but he didn't really start picking it up till uh, towards the end of the year, when um, when uh, CJ got hurt. So that was pretty I, I early didn't really have a problem year. with that. That was pretty early in the year that CJ got hurt. I think it was like February, right? Or late January. January is only like a couple months into the season. Yeah, but this is a shortened season, so it wasn't like that many games. So you don't think he should have been first team? Um, no, because I don't see who you'd take off. I okay. mean, Curry, you can't deny Curry, you can't deny Luca. Go ahead, read it, read it, just read it. So, first team is Curry, Luca, Giannis, Kawhi, and Jokic. And then, second team was Dame, uh, CP3, Randall, LeBron, and Embiid. And then, third team was Beal, Kyrie. Uh, Jimmy Butler is the one I would probably take off. And then Paul George and Rudy Gobert. Beal has to be higher. You said Rudy Gobert? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Because it has to be a center. That's the thing that everybody's kind of mad about, that they have to choose a center. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. But, to be honest, like, I don't want to take anything away from him, but how many games did Kawhi miss this year? Uh, I'm not sure. 
I feel like he could easily gone down, not been on first team. Beal, that I think that's even bigger um, mistake than the Dame. Beal, like Beal should be first team, dude. But just because how much he scored, or or what are you basing it on? Well, that's the main thing. Like he barely got edged out for the scoring title, but then on top of that, like his impact on the team. If you didn't have if you oh, dude, I think personally, I think uh, Westbrook had a bigger impact this year. Because mm-hmm. nah. once he came back, is when he started winning. And he's not even on a team, dude. He's not even on first, second, third. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not feeling that list, but yeah, Mitchell for sure. Or Tatum, actually, maybe. Yeah, I think T- Mitchell's undeniable in the playoffs, but regular season, T- Tatum might have even edged him out. Because Tatum Kawhi, Kawhi played for two games. See, that's a lot of the season to miss, bro. And that same same thing with Kyrie. Yeah, but when Kyrie played, he was pretty good. Yeah, no doubt. When AD played, he was pretty good. When LeBron played, he was pretty good. When he, when Embiid played, he was pretty good. Like you could say that about any anybody that was at this level that missed time, but like still, that's like a quarter. That's more than a quarter of the season. Kyrie played fifty four games, so two more than Kawhi. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know those two. Not sure about those two, especially the first team for Kawhi. Yeah, you know I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, your favorite player, bro. I get it. Yeah, what about defensive teams? Read them. All, all defensive first team: Ben Simmons, Drew Holiday, Draymond Green, Giannis, and Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. That sounds that sounds pretty solid to me. Second team is Jimmy Butler. Yes, that's exactly where it should be. First person. Uh, Matisse Thibel. Okay. Bam. Kawhi and Joel Embiid. I think those both those teams are fine. You think you're cool with Embiid right there? Yeah, he was he was pretty good on uh, defense this year. Is it his Bam really? His <clears throat> Bam really got it like that on defense? Supposedly, I didn't watch that much of the Miami Heat this year, to be honest. But supposedly, yeah. Just I think he gets a lot of credit just because like he's so like versatile. Like he could guard like a whole bunch of different positions. Hmm. Kind of like what they do with Draymond. But I mean, yeah, that is a really good skill to have. Though like, I'm not gonna take anything away from him. I'm just I'm kind of glad Drew finally got uh, selected though because. He went years without being picked. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. He's he's been known for being one of the very best defenders in the league for a minute now. So, yeah, and you. like you know, how we're we're just talking about um, games played. LeBron only played forty five games. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's why his ass didn't get MVP. And well, he was second team, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, he was second team. 
then yeah, that's fair. It's a fair argument. Okay, so what was the next team? Defensive team. That's it. They just go two teams. Oh, sorry. So, it was, yeah, it was Butler, Thibault, Adebayo, Kawhi, and Embiid for the second team. Seems fine to me. <laughs> Your final rookie of the year. I know a lot of Kings fans were rooting for Halliburton, but yeah, I'll keep it hundred, bro. I'm I'm fine with that. Like. If Halliburton had kept up that same uh, pace as what he was doing at for while well, so ridiculous, like fifty percent from three, forty percent, I think he ended up right about forty or forty-one percent from three, right? Um, I think so, like around thirty-eight to forty-two. I think if he had kept up that fifty percent and that ridiculously low turnover ratio and what he was doing early on, like the first half of the season, it would be it would be a very legit argument that he should add it. But, like, LaMelo did so much for that team, bro. He's the MVP of the team in his first year, you know? And he his <clears throat> dues on triple-double watch every night. I don't know. No, I don't want to take anything away from Halliburton. And then also, Edwards really kicked it up on the second. Like, as, as Halliburton was trending down a little bit, Edwards was trending up, so... I think yeah, that I think was Edwards was actually came in second. Yeah, yeah, Halliburton, Halliburton was came in third. Definitely, that was he a came, great. Huh? Yeah, he shot forty point. Yeah, forty point nine percent three point. That's a that's a great rookie class right there. Like that's a great top three. I I have a lot of hope for those dudes in the coming years. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that because Lamelo was consistent like all year round, like from the jump. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, you could see he, he put like that culture in, into the Hornets, just the way they played. Even yeah. when he was out, they would still play the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's a franchise-changing player, honestly, long term. <laughs> yeah, and he started off the bench and like earned that like, right away. It was like a month in that he went to starter. Yeah, I'm so I don't have a problem with that. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with, with Graham. With who? Devontae Graham. Oh, Devontae. Is his contract up? Yeah, I think he's a restricted free agent in this upcoming offseason. They got to get a better center, though. Have to. I mean, hopefully he gets more than just some crackers, you know what I mean? Yeah, because that dude was going off the last couple of years. But last year he was, he was hooping. Some graham crackers, huh? More than some graham crackers. You stupid! Oh my gosh! All right, I think we should end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we'll see. There's, a, we'll talk about free agency the next podcast and uh, draft as well. Yeah, we definitely got to talk about draft, man, because the. We should try to get in an episode before the uh, draft lottery and then right after. Or maybe the day of. We could do like a live update. That'd be cool. What day is it? Do you know? Uh, next Thursday, I believe. Either next, next Thursday, Thursday or Tuesday. A week from today. Yeah, I think it's actually Tuesday. 
Let me see real quick. It is going to be, yeah, Tuesday, June 22nd, 5.30 p.m. Is it so, televised? Uh, yeah. What, ESPN? Yeah. Or I think maybe NBA, NBA TV. Oh, shoot. I hope I get it. You think the it's going to be rigged this year? Or... <laughs> it's going to if it's going to happen. If it's rigged one year, it's rigged every year. I don't know if I'm going to commit to whether or not it's rigged, but I'm <laughs> really I don't think it's rigged honestly. Maybe like the first couple of years where they would do that the folder. Supposedly they would fold like a, a edge or something. Maybe back then, but with the with the way to do the ping pongs, I don't think I don't think it's rigged. Fold the edge. Yeah, that was the whole thing with um, with the Irving, with the Knicks. What? Suppose, supposedly they had like folded the edge of one of the, the cards that they used to do. And uh, that's how the Knicks got um, Irving, Patrick Irving. Ewing? What did I say, Irving? Irving? <laughs> Steve Irving? <laughs> What's what I'm thinking of? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Probably Julius Irving. Julius Irving? Bruh, you're yeah, hot. You must be high. One of those. <laughs> it's Irving? Julius Irving? E- Ewing, right? Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Ewing. It's close enough. You know who I meant? I think you meant Irving Magic Johnson. But yeah, that's how they got Patrick Ewing, supposedly from folding one of the corners of the card. That's crazy. That dude looks terrible. Have you seen him lately? No. He looks horrible. Anyway, let me stop. Let me stop getting on people. But yeah, I think that's gonna do it. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah, bro, study up. Everyone keep your keep your hopes up, man. Let's hope for at least very minimum top five pick for the Kings. Top three preferably or best case scenario, obviously. Pick yeah, nobody one. Nobody change your socks for the next week. <laughs> so you get that so you can get that number one bro, three pick. I definitely number one pick. Maybe I'll just not wear socks. <laughs> if I yeah, that would almost I feel like it'd be a that almost make up for that other messed up draft with Luca if they could get if they could jump that much like to pick number one. Yeah, I don't know if they'll go number one. I, if anything, maybe like top three. Yeah, obviously, they just don't mess it up. The odds are super low, but you, you never know, dude. Like Pelicans, odds were pretty low when they got Zion. Yeah, nine percent or something. Yeah, I think Cavs did it like two or three times where it was like 7%. Yeah, and they totally screwed it up. With with who? With the... I don't know. I don't actually know which one you're talking about. I think they had gotten... Um, one of them was um, Wiggins. The other one was... Damn, what was his name? Was it Bennett? Anthony Bennett? I think so. And then the other one was um, a guard that went to Miami. Waiters? 
Waiters. Oh, Dion Waiters? Yeah. He's one of the other top picks. And then Carrie, obviously, but that was a good one. Barely. <laughs> but I will talk to you guys soon. All right, thank you. All right, Dean Kings fans, let's go.